Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Take a deep breath. It's been quite the morning. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with humble hearts, hearts of gratefulness and thankfulness, Hopefully hearts that are repentant. Father, as we know, each and every one of us fail thee. Father, you know what's going on in the lives of each one who is listening today. And I pray that your hand of comfort and healing and blessings and just your presence be with them, each and every one. Father, we pray for these in Florida that are just devastated with the damage and the loss of lives, the loss of businesses, the loss of homes. Father, we just lift them all up to you. Be with those who are leading them through this time, Governor DeSantis and all those around him and others throughout the different communities and counties, Father. I just pray that you'll be with them all. Be with those who are going to that area to help with the cleanup and rescue. I pray, Father, that you will be with President Donald Trump and his family. As the evil one is just wretched here fighting against you. I know that this man has not necessarily lived a life that followed you, Father. But as president, he stood up for life. He stood up for your name (laughs) better than those who claim to know you. Just goes to show you we can't we can't speak our Christianity, we must live it. Father, I pray that you will remove the evil one's influence from this country and send your children. Wake up the American Christians and send us out, Father with your wisdom and your courage. May we have your boldness and your strength. May we be strong in the Lord, as your word says, and to be of good courage. Father, I pray your blessings upon this show, upon all those who are listening, for such a time as this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Just before I was going on the air... We got word that Loretta Lynn, the Kentucky coal miner's daughter, passed away. She was, uh, they call her a precious mom, and she passed away peacefully this morning, October the 4th, in her sleep at home in her beloved ranch in Hurricane Mills. She was 90 years old. Loretta already had four children before launching her career in the early 1960s, and her songs reflected her pride in her rural 
Kentucky background. As a songwriter, she crafted a persona of defiantly tough woman, a contrast to the stereotypical image of most female country singers. The Country Music Hall of Famer wrote fearlessly about sex and love and cheating husbands and divorce and birth control and sometimes got in trouble with radio programs for material for which her even rock performers would have shied away from. I don't remember that much about that part of it, but I do remember that uh, we watched the movie. She went through, her life was quite colorful and dramatic with ups and downs. And when success hit, it was difficult. It was very difficult for her. But anyway, we take this moment to remember her, but to remember her family and those around her who are grieving her loss. Loretta Lynn passed away today, October 30th, at the age of 90 years old. So let's get to, on to the show. They do not think as you think, or as we think. Now, I want you to keep that little phrase in your mind as we go through today's show. Inconceivable. That was the word used by the one character who deemed himself to be the brains of the three characters in Princess Bride. Finally, the one character turned to him and said, I do not think that word means what you think it means. The progressives, the Democrats, the left, the whatevers, the whoevers, whatever you want to call them, They keep saying racist. But I have come to the conclusion that word does not mean what they think it means. Kamala, whose family is known for having slaves back in the day, whose parents came to America, worked hard and became wealthy. But they weren't very good parents, I don't think, because I believe they failed to teach their daughter a few things, a thing or two. Regardless of her ignorance, she has been successful. But most people do realize it wasn't on her own merit. Perhaps she is a victim of racism. For she, Kamala, is the result, the evidence of equity. She did not earn her position, but she was raised up by those who wanted her to be in a position of power. Here she is, the first female woman of color, vice president. Well, the one who wanted her there the most was Barack Obama. It wasn't Americans. Very few of them wanted her. She lost her own party nomination. She had to drop out very early when she was running for president. She she barely had 1%. Yet they want us to believe that everyone loves Kamala Harris. But here she is, a woman whose speeches comprise of very little depth and a whole lot of nothing. She's not what one would call a deep thinker. The left do not think as we think. They are incapable. Something is messed up in their brains. They think one way, and there is no other way. There's no other way but what they think. So they must stifle free speech. Otherwise, they, in their ignorance and their arrogance, would soon be silenced. Racist. I do not think the word means what you think it means. But I do believe that Ms. Ms. K. Kamala, the even their 
that there will not, hopefully there will be soon the passage of time. And the significance in that passage of time will be that you, meaning Kamala, go down in history as a hugely bad example of the female gender, the first female of color as VP. One who hated all those around her and especially believed people of color needed to be treated as if they cannot earn status on their own, but must have it handed to them. Equity. Like she had her position handed to her. While they do not think as we think, they seem to think the majority of Americans do. They are so caught up in their arrogance and their arrogant ways that they they can't see any other way. They believe the majority of Americans think as they do. Huge mistake. And I am hopeful they will soon that that attitude will soon be the demise of their power. Because the majority of Americans do not think as they think. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Inconceivable. And we'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code Bethann and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. 
Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSETalkRadio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at DGSCoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk a little bit more about Kamala. Kamala, 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 whatever her name is. And um, she is the vice president. You know that, Rudy, because she has told us repeatedly, I am Kamala Harris, and I am the vice president of the United States. She has to remind us of that because she's never acting like one. All right. So she gets on... (laughs) In front of the cameras, and she starts talking about, she takes this moment to push their equity agenda. She picks the moment of the horrific, horrific Florida storm, Hurricane Ian. You know, one thing about storms, they don't see the color of your skin. They don't see whether it is a swanky neighborhood or a slummy neighborhood. It didn't matter to them if it was a beautiful castle or a trailer park. Oh, that was horrible to see those trailer parks, what happened. There is no color in a storm as far as who it attacks. To hear her tell her story, it was those who are lower income, which she is automatically assuming that that is people of color. Automatically, she's telling those who have skin color that isn't white that you aren't capable of taking care of yourself because you're already oppressed just by your skin color. So we must lift you up. That is equity. That is not equality. You see, I guess it's equality when the storm hits because it doesn't make any difference. What's in its path? It's going to take it out. But somebody like Kamala, who is a victim of equity. (laughs) No, we're the victims of the equity in her life. She is the racist. The ones who are saying racist are the racists. So apparently that word does not mean what they think it means. I do not believe that that word means what you think it means. It's inconceivable how the left continues to scream racist and equity. Of course, you know, those in Florida had a little something to say about it. And, of course, who was it 
recently that said, was that Pelosi? Yes, it was. It was Pelosi just recently, yesterday or over the weekend, said that the immigrants are here to go to go pick the crops. You talk about racist. Come on, folks. Do they think that's all that's coming across the border? Well, probably it is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That is the racist attitude. Poor people. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Meaning, all poor children are black. That was Biden during the election. Well, I think that <laughs> they're losing the Hispanic vote and they're losing it rapidly. I have a, I have an article here where it is, they've lost like, uh, I want to say 20% is what I read. Uh, where is it? 21%. 21% of the Hispanic vote has just switched from Democrat to Republican. And why? Because they are not pro-abortion. But see, the left thinks that everyone thinks as they do. And so they think that everyone wants to kill babies inside the womb. But not everybody does. And even many of them who do think abortion is okay early on, they do not believe in abortion at the time of birth. Or after birth. Or even... In Hillary's thinking, two or three months after, you can you can make up your mind. Well, you know, how many mothers go through postpartum depression? I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing for them to be making up their mind about life and death to that child. I mean, we've seen mothers that are drowning them in the, in the uh, uh, bathtub, drowning them in the ocean, drowning them doing this, doing that. Is it murder? Of course it is. Of course it is. But the left believes everyone thinks as they do because they can't think any other way. They have some kind of, <laughs> the comedian used to call it, brain damage. He's, he was claiming children have brain damage. I believe the left have brain damage. Those who believe in Marxism and socialism and the elitist. Oh, the elitist. <laughs> the Tories. Oh, the Tories. Must we put up with them? And their rampage on words. Only if it's not their words, you see. So I missed it yesterday, but I got to hear it. I got an earful of it last night. How President Trump apparently sent out a truth on Truth Social and was talking about Mitch McConnell and his wife's family's connection with China. Now, if they were really smart, they would say, wait a minute, Trump, didn't you put her in the administration? I mean, if they were really smart, that's what they would be doing. No, 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 they're not that smart because their thinking is only, I hate Donald Trump. So their thinking is they're going after him because he used the phrase, does Mitch Connell have a death wish? Because Mitch Connell is going against the Republican Party. He's going against Donald Trump because he's always hated Donald Trump, even when Donald Trump gave his wife a position in his cabinet. So they're claiming that Trump is threatening Mitch McConnell's life. No, he's not. He's asking him if he has a death wish of his political career. 
That's what he's asking him. But they don't think like we think. And apparently neither do some of the Republic, uh, the so-called conservative talk shows, because none of them, none of them, or even the mainstream media, why didn't they connect it with, if they really wanted to get on to Mitch, but see, Mitch is their friend right now, because Mitch is kind of squashing some of these really conservative Republicans that are running for office. He's refusing to give them funding. He won't give them help. He doesn't want them to win. So he's their friend. But if they really wanted to go after the Republican Party, they'd say, whoa, wait a minute. Donald Trump, didn't you put her in your cabinet? But they're not doing that. The one woman he put in his cabinet that I think is just awesome is Betsy DeVos. So Trump used the phrase death wish. Which usually, does, are you trying to commit suicide? Are you trying to do something to ruin your life? And that's what he was telling Mitch McConnell. And yes, he called uh, his wife by her first name and then Coco was the last name. It wasn't racist. It was Trump being silly. Racist is Kamala telling everyone that if you have a different color of skin than white, we need to come help you because you're not capable of helping yourself. You're not capable of lifting yourself up. She knows that because she wasn't. Somebody had to build her a bridge, a racist bridge. Well, that's enough of that silly stuff. So last night, I was watching Gutfeld, and it's the only place I saw it. But apparently, um, oh, I lost his name, the guy that's trying to buy Twitter or not trying to buy Twitter. Uh, tell me his name, Rudy. I lost it. Elon Musk. Elon, Elon. It's almost like Ian. He's almost like the hurricane. <laughs> Elon Musk. He's, he's building robots. They're kind of creepy, actually. They are extra creepy. But I got to thinking, well, they could change their looks. They don't have to look like that. The more they make them look like humans, the creepier they get. Really? Well, they should make them look like congressmen. <laughs> I have come to the conclusion that if if we took these robots, I should I need to talk to Elon. I really need to talk to Elon. If they take these robots, <laughs> are you ready for this? And they program them with the basics of the Constitution of the United States the Bill of Rights, and all the things that really matter in the foundation of this nation. And we make them congressmen. Oh, put them in there. Put in there. They've got to have a really good economics program. And let's turn this country around. Let's get rid of these high-salaried congresspeople and put in congressional robots. Come on, Elon, you can do it. Let's program them to have common sense and constitution. Let's program them. They'll do a whole lot better than what we got. They won't need lobbyists. They won't need anything. Well, they might need to be recharged once in a while. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
can't recharge. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. I'm going to finish up my little segment about robots in Congress. Robots are colorblind. So they won't be legislating according to which group of people that they would be trying to submit to to get votes, you see. So each state could buy their own robots. They can probably buy the robots cheaper than than they can pay off these representatives and senators. And elections would be easy, right? I have to back you up a little bit. Robot, robots are whatever they are programmed to be. So if they are programmed with the Constitution, they can't be programmed with anything else. Constitutional wisdom, knowledge. Colorblindness. Colorblindness. There you go. And, and economics. They've got to have a really good economics program in them. I told Rudy, I said, now, wait a minute. Now, my mind just flashed back to to uh, the old movie of Tom Selleck, Runaway, where it was kind of a futuristic sci-fi where somebody was putting in all these. You wouldn't like it because he had robot spiders. He had p- put these uh, uh, little robots in there, and they were evil because he was evil. So we have to have whoever's program them not be evil. Right, yeah. Yeah, see? I, I really think, you know, they don't lobby us. They they don't need insider trading. It'll save us so much money and time, and and we can get back to the Constitution. And yeah, anyway, I need to talk to Elon about this. I think I think it's a great idea. Maybe they could just you know attach some kind of a collar on all the congressmen. Every time they vote stupid, they get shocked. Maybe we could do that. You know, a shock collar. You know. That was unconscious. You know, zap, zap. I don't know whether that's practical, but sure, it's fun to think about. Yeah, they might. <laughs> they might get used to the electricity. <laughs> See them all jumping in their seats. There. I'll bet they'll. I bet they'll want to go without electricity and go back to fossil fuel. I bet they would too. <laughs> all right. So, I was thinking last night. I uh, I was late getting home last night. I I had little. Had to run some errands and such after work, and so I was a little late getting home. But, so I didn't watch the, um, I watched Tucker Carlson. I know a lot of people don't like Tucker, but I like Tucker because he does the opposite of what everybody else does. And I can either agree or disagree with him. It doesn't make any difference. But I like to hear a different slant. So while all of them, and I told you I thought this was the, the part I didn't like about living on Sunday night was his, and I, and I like General Keene, but they're pushing for this war in Ukraine. Now, flashback, America. Most of you are old enough to remember or remember being talked about it or even remember Happy Days on TV. That was the era in the 50s where Americans were worried about a nuclear attack and they were buying and putting in, installing these bomb shelters. So, we are probably closer to a nuclear war right now than we've been in my lifetime that I know of. I guess the Cuban, I was alive during that time, but I said a bitty. So, but the mainstream media is not talking about it. They're all pushing for the, oh, the poor Ukrainians. We need to help the poor Ukrainians. I wonder if Kamala is sending money over there with equity in mind. Probably not. Because I think Ukrainians come in all colors, too. 
I think they're diverse. Probably mostly white, European. But Tucker Carlson's seeing a different slant on it, and he has a different general that he usually will talk to. And others. I can't remember the name of the one he interviewed last night. I didn't watch the whole thing because I kept nodding off. It was, I was having to watch the repeat at midnight. But he does not believe that Russia did this sabotage on the pipeline. It doesn't make any sense for Russia to have done it. Now, my brother disagrees with me on that one. Now, I don't know who did it. I, I, I'm just trying to think of all the different scenarios of what could have possibly happened and who would benefit from it? Who would benefit from a nuclear war? It means nothing. They have shelters, these Congress folks. That's another thing. Robots don't have to breathe. <laughs> Just saying they don't have to breathe. <laughs> but, and, and carbon doesn't bother them. They have to have carbon to be made, but I mean, other than that, they don't. I'm being silly, I know it. What would happen if we had a nuclear attack? Whether it's in Ukraine, Germany? That might be one way to get rid of the crime in New York. Now, you know I'm kidding on that. But why aren't we worried about it? Was it yesterday that North Korea shot a missile up over Japan and Japan was scrambling to take shelter? Do you realize how close we are to World War III? Who would benefit from a world war? The globalists. That's who would benefit. Do you think Putin wants to be a globalist? Only if he's number one. Do you think China wants to be a globalist? Only if they're number one. They don't care about the rest of the countries. They don't care about other nations. They only care about their own power. Just like Congress. They only care about their own power. We are in a mess. Within and out. Why? Because this nation has fallen away from God. You know, I heard it said years and years and years and years ago. My husband hates it when I say that. Somebody said, you know, the world would be destroyed by fire. And everybody wondered how that could happen. Well, a nuclear bomb could do that. Did you see the commercial where they're telling you what to do if there's an attack? How to go go inside and hide, take a shower, wash all the radiation off of your body, and blah, 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 blah. This is what they're telling you. It's got a little commercial on. <laughs> you haven't seen that? Oh, I've seen it several times. But I think it was Tucker that played it a little bit last night. Let's move on. They think that we all think like them. And we do not all think like them. Very few in America believed that we should defund the police. Very few in America believe we should demonize the police, demoralize the police. Very few in America believe that 
the police should be used against citizens that are law-abiding, like the FBI is doing. But the left, the progressives, the politicians in this country, they don't care what you think. What was the old saying? I don't care what mama don't like. I'm going to play this guitar anyway, or anyhow, or that old song. Oh, come on, Rudy, you heard that. Mama don't allow no guitar playing around here. I don't care what mama don't allow. I'm going to play my guitar anyhow. I can't believe he doesn't know that song. Well, <laughs> what about Red Skelton? If I do it, I get a whip, and I'm going to do it anyway. I think the left really is that arrogant and that ignorant that they believe we think like them. And if you're one of those few, few that don't think like them, they're going to punish you. They're going to take away your freedom of speech, and they're going to shut you up. Because if you if they don't, their ignorance will be found out. And you see, they have plenty of ignorance. Climate change is a hoax. This defunding the police is about criminalizing America and making life miserable for Americans so that they can swoop in and save the day with their brown-shirted police. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Yeah, I think we should have robots. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So we've been kind of joking about the the robots, although I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we could at least have robots in there that can tell them whether they're constitutional or unconstitutional. I can see them turning that thing down. We talked about shock collars. You know, we could shock collars on <laughs> on the congressman. All right, we're getting silly. And I'll tell you one more thing about the robots after we do this segment here. Well, after we do this story. We haven't got a full segment left. So, I think I already covered that. The... um. <clears throat> The uh, woman that was murdered, stabbed to death um, in New York, uh, she was an EMT, emergency uh, responder. Some man in the street, just out of nothing, decided to take her down, and he stabbed her 40 times in the chest. She was 60 or 62 years old or something like that, just getting ready for retirement. You know, New York... And I'm serious about this. And I, I know, you know, I, I made that. I made the mistake of saying so, something similar in front of Daniel because his parents are in New York. But New York City, you guys need to smarten up. And you need to stop putting the left in control. It's just how you got popular uh, population control, take out all the undesirables. But the ones they're doing the killing are the undesirables. But anyway, this woman's parents, 
who are elderly, they went up to the mayor who happened to be at the ceremony for her wake. And she said to him, weren't you an officer for 30 years? And he said to her, yes. You know what to do, she told him. Please give me back my city. Please give me back my city. New York, if you want your city back, you're going to have to take it. You're going to have to fire the mayor, fire the governor, fire that prosecutor, get rid of these people, and put somebody in there, maybe robots, put somebody in there with some common sense and constitutionality, somebody who loves America, who loves New Yorkers. Take your city back. Mayor Adams isn't going to, he's not going to give her her city back. He's reaping too many benefits from it. So Rudy said um, that if he had a robot, he wants his robot to be able to serve coffee. I said, well, they could have intern robots that do that. You know, they have an internal coffee thing, and then they open up the middle of the cup. Wasn't that on a, wasn't that on a uh, cartoon or some silly Wi-Fi years ago where the, the maybe it was the maid on uh, the Jetsons that she, you know, she could serve them coffee. She could do anything. I want her. You know, we have the robots that, that mow, <laughs> that vacuum, that they fall down the steps at my house. But Do you remember the robot's name on the Jetsons? On the Jetsons? Uh, Betty? No, it was... Hey, that was an answer on a crossword puzzle I was doing that is Rosie. Rosie! Rosie, didn't Rosie you are my so Just a little piece of trivia there for y'all. Yeah, okay. Very good. We're kidding about the uh, the robots a little bit. <laughs> We're kidding a little bit. Because we could see all kinds of scenarios of that going bad, you know, getting hacked or something by Russians. The Russians would take over the the uh, robots just like they took over the Congress people. Not funny, but probably too much truth in it. So let's let's end on something happy. I like coffee, and I used to always read my little coffee poem I wrote for you to join me with my coffee break every morning, Monday through Friday. I have my coffee in my hand right now. But this was on uh, a newscast last week, and I told Rudy, let's look this up. Coffee lovers, the risk of your heart problems and early death, study says, especially ground and caffeinated. Well, all coffee's ground, but caffeinated, not decaf, caffeinated coffee. You got that? Only ground and instant coffee with caffeine reduce the risk for an irregular heartbeat called arrhythmia. Decaffeinated coffee did not lower the risk, according to the study published Wednesday in the European Journal of Preventive Cardiology. Now, stop and think about this, because they've been telling us for years that the coffee's bad for us. I went to the doctor several years ago. It was while I was still here. It was just my annual checkup. And I, it was a new doctor and she was, she was, I think she was woke. That was before woke was a word. But she 
everything, my blood work, my my heart rhythm, everything was good. <laughs> my cholesterol was good. Everything was good. And she asked me how much coffee I drank. Well, I told her. She goes, well, maybe we could drink half that. I'm going, it ain't broke. Why are we fixing it? It is not broke. Why are you telling me to do this? I can't get any better. My, my, my numbers were already great. Why? Anyway. The link between coffee and lowered risk for heart disease and stroke, drinking two or three cups a day of ground coffee lowered the risk by 20%. How about two or three pots? I mean, what does that do? Coffee's impact on regular heartbeat, four to five cups a day of caffeinated ground coffee lowered the risk by 17%. I love it when these studies go my way. So ground caffeinated coffee lowered the risk the most. So when your doctor tells you to go decaf, Get this article and pull it out. It's a very lengthy article. Rudy highlighted the only things he thought I should tell you on the air. (laughs) Coffee, good. Constitution, good. Caffeine, good. (laughs) Chocolate, good. Chocolate has caffeine in it. Dark chocolate is good. It's good for you. Well, America... We've had a little fun today, but we've talked about some things that are pretty serious. I think we need to to concentrate on being definitely staying in prayer. We have to laugh sometimes or we just go insane, right? So drink your coffee. And make sure the people building your bomb shelter have plenty of coffee, too. Make sure you load your bomb shelter up with coffee, caffeine. And, and you, I'm not sure what kind of coffee maker you're going to have to have down there. We may not have electricity if they do this. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to think. Remember, it was our parents in the 50s that were worried about it. And here we are now, probably in more danger than we were then. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to get you to think. Don't think like they do. I know you don't. Because you're much, much smarter. But... They're very tricky. So be careful, America. Stay in prayer, drink some coffee, and let's bring America home.